Gitten Erev Shabbos, my holy brothers and sisters, Erev Shabbos Jews who come together today. What a gift. Joey Newcomb brought us up. Thank you, Hashem, for Joey tuning in and singing with us for a minute before we began. Maybe we can make that a weekly, a weekly thing. I want to thank our sponsors, Mendy and uh, Tzipora Fishman, for their generosity. Dear friends, in the Schuss of Chai Rivka, Tzipora Freidel, uh, should have a great schuss. They should have a great schuss for their uh, wonderful generosity, friendship, and support. On this Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Chazon, Erev Shabbos Parshas Dvorim, we begin the fifth and final book of the Torah. I want to share with you a Torah of the Tolna Rebbe. This is a Torah of the Tolna Rebbe, the current Tolna Rebbe, and it's very, very beautiful. I found it very transformative to get us ready for this Shabbos, Shabbos Chazon. Shabbos Chazon, on the one hand, there's a lot of sadness. Here we enter the Shabbos, and uh, many have not showered or showered as often, as frequently, or as fully as they have during normal times. It's the nine days. We enter the Shabbos, and we haven't trimmed. We haven't had a haircut. We haven't shaved. We haven't listened to music that lifts and opens our soul and our spirit. Shabbos Chazon is the Shabbos preceding Tisha B'Av. And on the one hand, it's a downer. It brings us down. But on the other hand, we've shared in several contexts this week that Shabbos Chazon is also a very welcome and beautiful opportunity. Alexander Rebbe, that before one a parent says goodbye to a child, they give a big hug. And the Shabbos Chazon is a Shabbos HaGadol. It's a great Shabbos. The Rebona Shalom is giving us a hug. He's giving us an embrace. He's pulling us even tighter before he has to say goodbye for a little bit because we need to be treated with some tough love before we reunite and reconcile, before we come back. It's a very, very holy Shabbos. And as much as it is a mellow Shabbos, it's Shabbos. Shabbos is an oasis in the desert of mourning. In the desert of grief, in the desert of sadness, comes Shabbos, a taste of Olam Haba. Even though one is not allowed to shower for pleasure or joy, one is not allowed to shower other than for absolute necessity and hygiene during the nine days. But nevertheless, Shabbos comes, L'chavot Shabbos, a person showers. We, we wash off the physical dirt and we wash off the metaphysical negativity and we get ready, we uplift for Shabbos. I want to share with you this beautiful, beautiful Torah of the Tolna Rebbe. And I hope it'll have an impact on you as it has for me in order to get ready together for this beautiful Shabbos, a Shabbos Chazon, to be able to not feel a downer, but feel instead the opposite, that we're being elevated, we're being enriched in time for Shabbos. He says the following, The Gemara Shabbos and Daf Kufyu test, many, many reasons are given for the Churban Beis HaMikdash. Why did God withdraw His divine countenance? Why did He withdraw His intense presence? Why did He leave us so longing to be able to connect, to identify, and to feel His love, His embrace, His guidance? Why? What did we do wrong? You know, Chazal were very clear in emphasizing that any generation in which the Beis HaMikdash has not been rebuilt, it means if it existed, it would have been destroyed today. We are unworthy. It's not just that we're mourning something from long ago. We're mourning that the same reason it was destroyed then exists now. And so it's a time of introspection and self-reflection, a time to ask ourselves, what did we do wrong and where did we go wrong so we can correct it and we can finally bring back the Mashiach bring back the Beis HaMikdash, bring back that intense intimacy and connection with him. So many reasons are given, and we all know them. The big three were violated. Murder, idolatry, promiscuity. We know baseless hatred. We spoke earlier this week about baseless hatred that you have to love even those that you don't like. Well, many, many reasons which are offered of why the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. That we learned Torah, but we didn't give it the right context. We didn't make the bracha on Torah. First, many reasons are given. But you likely did not hear the following reason. It's a Gemara Shabbos Kufyutes. Amr Abaye. It said in the name of the great sage Abaye. L'charva Yerushalayim ela b'shvil shechalu l'ba'as ha-Shabbos. You know why the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed? Because Shabbos was neglected. Shabbos was taken for granted. Shabbos wasn't properly honored and celebrated. So what does that mean? It means the generation of the Beis HaMikdash 
This holy earlier generation in time, they violated the Lamatas Malachos. What were they doing? Plowing and planting and winnowing and kneading and baking and separate. They were violating the Lamatas Malachos, the 39 categories of creative labor. It can't be. It can't be. The earlier ones were much more pious than we. So what does it mean, Shechalubas HaShabbos? What does it mean they desecrated? They turned the Shabbos whole. And it quotes a Pasuk from Yechezkel, from Shabbos they covered, they closed, they withdrew their eyes, and God was desecrated among them. What does that mean? They violated, they neglected Shabbos. It can't mean they neglected the actual laws. They were cooking, they were barbecuing, they were baking, they were driving, they were playing music. What does it mean they violated Shabbos? It's interesting to note, says the Talna Rebbe, Shlita, that the one who said this reason, among all the reasons that are offered, the one who emphasized this one is Abaye. And the Tolna Rebbe posits, he says that each of the reasons that are offered for why the Besamikdash was destroyed is a reflection of the Shorash HaNeshama of the one who offered that reason. The one who offered the reason of Sinas Chinam is because in their core, they're so bothered to look around and see Sinas Chinam baseless hatred. And the one who offered the reason of the big three, it's because in their core, they have such loyalty and dedication to the big three. So Abaye clearly had such a connection with Shabbos. And indeed the Gemara in Tainus and Davchav Aleph and Mid-Bez tells us that Abaye, every Arab Shabbos, a baskol, a heavenly voice would go out and a heavenly voice would welcome and greet Abaye. Abaye had a very special connection to Shabbos. His Shorosh HaNeshama, the root, the core of his being, he became enriched and elevated. Shabbos made him come alive. Shabbos made him become on fire. And he took that fire and he used its spark to light the fire of others. So Abaye, who was so connected with and so celebrated Shabbos, that the Gemara Taina says this Basko would welcome Abaye to Shabbos, Shabbos to Abaye. Abai is the one who looks around and says, you know why the Beis HaMikdash has not been rebuilt? You know why it was destroyed? Because Shabbos was neglected. What does that mean, Shabbos was neglected? So the Tonga Rebbe wants to suggest, based on a Medrash Yalkut Shemoni in Tehillim. Listen to the Medrash. Says the Medrash Yalkut Shemoni, Ketzer Ademosa Malacha Koshisha, V'noach B'Shvi'i Misratza Imbonavim B'nei Beso. Says the Medrash, one of the fundamental aspects, one of the core energies and themes and reasons of Shabbos is the time a family spends together, the emphasis on the family unit. And if a person is alone and longs to be married, first of all, we bless you, you should find your basher, you should find happiness, and you should be able to build the family you long for. But if a person is alone, their family means their neighbors, it means their nieces and nephews, it means the community, it means whomever they are with. And Shabbos is a time to connect, to bond, to build bridges, to talk, to laugh, to sing, to play, to share divrei Torah. Shabbos is a time that we withdraw from ourselves and we connect with others. Six days a week we work, we conquer the world. Six days a week we build our name, our reputation, we amass, we accumulate things, we make more money. Six days a week we conquer the world. And on the seventh day, Misratze and Bonav and B'nai Beso, on the seventh day we connect with our family and we connect with the people around us. That is one of the core themes, one of the core essences of Shabbos. It's an element of Shabbos to be able to connect. Abaye understood when he looked around and blamed the neglect of Shabbos as the Tom the Rebbe. What he means is, just like the Gemara says, Shalom Birchu Torah Tchila, the Gemara in the Dharm, what does it mean? They didn't make a bracha on Torah first. They didn't say Birchas Torah. Everybody knows. You wake up in the morning, you say Birchas Torah. Everybody knows. People who don't learn Torah say Birchas Torah as part root, as part of the Birchas Hashachar in the morning. We all learn Torah because of the Psukim and the Mishnah of the Gemara we say right after the Birchas Torah. But what does it mean they didn't say Birchas Torah? It means they learned Torah, but the Ran and Dharam explains it means they misplaced the reason for the learning. The learning became a weapon with which to judge, a weapon with which to wage war with others, a weapon with which to feel superior, and they failed to realize that the goal, the purpose of, of Torah is in fact to humble. 
and to build bridges and to connect with others. So similarly, here says the Tolna Rebbe, what does it mean? Why Chorva Yerushalayim? Why is Yerushalayim destroyed? Because they neglected Shabbos. It doesn't mean they neglected the laws of Shabbos. You know what it means? They neglected to use Shabbos to connect with others. They neglected to use Shabbos to build and to elevate and to enrich relationships and connections, to host others, to drop off things for people, to connect with people. They didn't, they didn't use Shabbos properly. And who's the they, says the Tolna Rebbe? He says it. I don't know if I could. He says the Gedole Hador. Just like the Tamida Chachamim who learned Torah but failed to say the Birchas HaTorah, so to the Gedole Yisrael who observed Shabbos but neglected to observe the purpose and the ultimate goal of Shabbos. So if a person spends all Shabbos immersed only in themselves, only even in their own noble activity of learning, or chopping the shluf to recover all the lack of sleep during the week, Shabbos is not a time to be narcissistic and selfish, even spiritually selfish, to immerse yourself in only your own learning. Shabbos is the time to connect to build bridges, to elevate, to enrich, to inspire all the people around us. And that's what it means. You know why the Beis Hamidash has not been rebuilt? Because we go through the motions. Whether we go through the article series, or the Rabbi Ribiyat series, or we take the Smichas Chavar series, or whatever series, we are observing the minutia. We are vigilant and diligent in the, diligent in the details of the laws of Shabbos. But what about the essence of Shabbos? What about the soul of Shabbos? What about the spirit of Shabbos? What about the smells and the flavor and the tastes of Shabbos? What about the memories that we're creating for our children and our family and our neighbors with Shabbos? It's not enough, though. Of course, it's critically important to be aware of and observant of the laws of Shabbos. But what about the essence, the goal, the theme, the time that Shabbos is supposed to mean and transform, that Shabbos is supposed to protect, that Shabbos is supposed to revive? that Shabbos is supposed to strengthen us to get through whatever exile, whatever is that we're facing. The Hilgas Fasemis, the Ger Rebbe says, our Parsha, when the Pasuk says, Rav Lachem Sheves, that we stayed at Har Sinai, Rav Lachem Sheves, you stayed there, just as Shabbos prepares a person spiritually and gives us the strength to get through the next week. Spiritually, it gets us ready, it recalibrates our compass and our priorities. It gives us the energy and the inner fulfillment and satisfaction. So to Rav Lachem Sheves, the time that we spent at Har Sinai, it was like Shabbos. Har Sinai got us ready to go into Eretz Yisrael, the way Shabbos gets us ready to go through the week. But says the Hilagas Fasema, says the great Gera Rebbe, don't read it Rav Lachem Sheves, that great for us was Sheves was staying there. Says the Fasema, read it Rav Lachem Shabbos. Rav Lachem Shabbos, how great was Shabbos that you had at Har Sinai? How great is Shabbos? That even when you're in a nine days and even when you're in a period of Churban and even when you're trying to get through this period of devastation and destruction, tap into Shabbos, grab onto Shabbos. Because Shabbos you can shower. And Shabbos you can put on your Shabbos clothing. And Shabbos you can eat meat. And Shabbos you can be uplifted and enriched with some delicious wine. And Shabbos is always Shabbos. It's a taste of the world to come. And so when this world is filled with bad news, and this world is filled with devastation and destruction, and this world is filled with grief and mourning, where do we immerse ourselves? In Shabbos. A taste of that world to come. Not Rav Lachem Sheves, but Rav Lachem Shabbos. Says the Tefer Shlomo, the Rebbe of Radomsk, he extends this vort and he says, Our parsha, Hashem Lokinu Diberi Leinu Bechorev, that God spoke to us, where Chorev? Chorev is Har Chorev, it means Har Sinai. But it says the Radamsker, don't read it Bechorev, meaning at Har Chorev, Chorev from the root of the word Churban. Hashem speaks to us, Hashem Lokinu Diberi Leinu. Do you know where God speaks to us? Bechorev, Bechurban. 
when we're in the nine days, when we're going through a tough time, when we're sitting low to the ground, when we feel knocked down and stepped on, when we feel that we have no hope, when we feel that we have no help. Rav Lachem Shabbos, immerse yourself in Shabbos and rediscover Hashem. Sing the Zmiros and learn the Torah and laugh and connect with others. Hashem Elokeinu Diber Eleinu, God speaks to us wherever we are, when we're on high and when we're Bechorev Bechurban, when we're in a low. We can't afford to neglect Shabbos. Not only its detailed laws, but its themes and its essence to spend time to connect, to revive our very neshama, like Abaye taught us, like was the Shoresh of his neshama, to be able to have a taste of the world to come, a taste of Me'in Olam Haba, the Tavlin of Shabbos. We spoke about the Gemara, the flavor, the spice that gets added to all of our food called Shabbos. You can't buy it in the supermarket. You can't order it on Amazon. It's what we bring to Shabbos. And so my Heliga Erev Shabbos Jews, my Heliga Erev Shabbos dear friends, brothers and sisters, let us heed the message of Abaye and the way that we'll avoid sitting on the floor of this Tisha B'av, and before then bring the Mashiach and the Geula is this Shabbos Chazon. This Shabbos Chazon. I've said many times this week already that the great, the great uh, Rav Mendel of the Tepsk said, when the Gemara says, Ilu shomr If only we observe two Shabbos, we'd have a Geula. It's Shabbos Chazon and, and Shabbos Nachem. Well, Shabbos Nachem was easy next week. Singles weekends and concerts and music and fun and hotels, at least in a normal year. Shabbos Chazon, that, that's so important to observe. Yeah, Shabbos Chazon. Feel the hug. Feel the Alexander Rebbe's hug from Hashem. Before he says goodbye, he gives a big prolonged hug, a big kiss, and a big telling us he loves us. Immerse ourselves, Rav Lachem Shabbos, Rav Lachem Shabbos. Immerse ourselves in Shabbos. And hear Hashem speak to us, Bechorev, even in the period of Churban. Enjoy the Shabbos. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy. Thank you.